I listen to the Black Guy You Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my rootinest, tootinest, the latest lover, the men want to be her, <laughs> the one and only Karen. What's going on? Not that much. Uh, I wanted to shout out to you. I wanted to tell you thank you. I was over here scurgling, trying to get in the crowd cast, and crowd cast was like, nope <laughs> and, uh, uh, i have a love hate relationship with technology because i love technology and the things it can do but i get irritated when the shit don't do what it's supposed to do and i don't know how to fix it <laughs> like 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 i'm like just do what you're supposed to do and right <laughs> and 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 i know it's a personal hang-up that i have but a lot of times by the time i ask roger for help i'm frustrated a lot of times i'm like i've tried everything and roger come over here and he makes me feel stupid but it, i mean put like this he don't make me feel stupid i just feel inadequate when i'm like well i could have figured it out but then i really couldn't have figured it out but it was just really really irritating and uh shout out to you being it and figuring out something and then you was like it's this and then i was like well shit i didn't even think about it <laughs> yeah i think i mean it's interesting because you do get very frustrated with stuff when it doesn't work i think a couple of things one uh this is why i'm not that worried about ai technology and all this stuff to everybody i i'm not trying to be a dick but i feel like everybody's doomed saying this ai shit and i don't even worry about it because it's not it does your normal shit don't work right and people just forget how often normal shit just don't work your apple maps don't work your fucking uh yeah. you know twitter don't work yeah we did apple maps and apple maps took us to the back of the building it was like you are here i was like bitch we at the back it's just a lot of times that, that that happens and we just don't think about it everyone gets so doom and gloom oh we're gonna die the computers like the computers even if they wanted to kill us they're gonna fuck it up for so long ah! anyway the second part is you get frustrated um i try to you know be patient and not put any pressure on you like we were i think we, you came in here for like 20 30 minutes where you were working on it and i just wasn't like hurry up you need to what's wrong you know it's just like all right you know you'll figure it out and mm-hmm. i try to give you space to do that um and then the third thing and then, so you know and i get that it's frustrating because it's in that time you're trying whatever and it's not working but the other thing is um i didn't really figure anything out that that you weren't doing it's clearly some type of issue with twitter and logging into crowdcast for some reason i don't know may need to erase the cookies might have to turn the computer on and off i don't know but when it came to using firefox and trying to log into crowdcast it wouldn't let you use twitter and my guess is that's an elon musk issue that's probably some shit that he got um fucked up because you know a lot of a lot of companies have been sending out emails and stuff like twitter won't let us use the i think i forget what it's called like api or something Mm -hmm. but they won't let us basically use the things that every other fucking website does that lets us connect twitter to our website Mm -hmm. we've gotten so many emails about that uh, because we do stuff for the podcast we get stuff from our website hey you're not gonna be able to do this Uh, programs that just let you share links you're not we're not we don't know if we're gonna be able to do this Mm -hmm. they'll even tell you it's gonna shut down and a lot of those things never shut down they actually still work right now the but it's the uncertainty because you got companies taking out this interface they can't rely on it uh you know i had uh 
and then also companies are trying to divest from some of these social media platforms because the platform's still information so you'll get like an email everyone's gotten this at some point hey we're not using facebook anymore and they don't yeah. really tell you why but then you kind of figure out when you know facebook cambridge analytica a bunch of shit mm-hmm. motherfuckers probably scared to use them so anyway i don't think it was anything with your fault the only thing i did different was i logged into chrome where you're still logged into twitter and just went to crowdcast that way and it worked <laughs> right then i was so like i didn't do anything I was special like, goddamn browser that's what took me down <laughs> yeah so i think you know and i feel the same way i get i have anxiety i get in my head about things sometimes but i think more and more i'm just learning to use my inner voice to, to shut that shit down because right. you know i'm not mad the audience isn't mad everything's gonna be okay they were in here listening to music jamming yes um you know we're gonna start it's gonna be fine so it's it, it to me it was really no nothing no. to be stressed about and you know uh figuring out how to uh you know to get it going or whatever it's pretty simple and now you know next time if it happens or you know we'll try some new things but it sounds like something's up with that firefox browser twitter interface it won't let you log in so yay so i i I actually uh feel bad i just want to tell you that i i i really do uh uh, appreciate you just for being patient and all that uh type of stuff and uh it could have happened to me could have happened to anybody yeah, it means a lot. Like you said, you, you, you learn and you go, okay, I, I, I see what's happening and I can kind of figure it out from there. But like you say, yeah, it's going to be a long time before AI does anything damaging because I know it's a lot of other people out there like me that just want shit to do what it said it's yeah, going to do. <laughs> I'm just not worried about it in that way. And I think some of that is our anxiety. Some of that is us, you know, doom saying it's one of the reasons it's huge on Twitter and people spend a lot of time on twitter and so you you see a lot of like it's gonna do this uh, maybe at some point but we're just not even to me we're not even close to that yet the the deep fake technology isn't there yet the artificial intelligence technology isn't there yet um you know and a lot of the what i think people really are worried about is is the gullibility of their fellow citizen and and they're gonna fall oh they're gonna fall for this this is so irresponsible they're gonna fall for this and the greed of the corporate class of ceos and stuff they're worried that they'll push stuff out even if it's not ready just to get rid of the human capital and be like well we're just gonna pay this uh, we're just gonna pay a fee and have ai do it or whatever um and we i've seen some nightmare stories i saw one about like possibly like a suicide prevention hotline or something like that or uh getting ai to do it instead of people um and i didn't even click on the link yet because i i like i'm sure that it's happening but i'm also sure that that's not gonna work like you know and you're talking about literal suicide prevention shit so who knows you know like that could be the thing that sets somebody off you know figuring out that talking to you know a fucking chat bot or something but yeah i i don't think we're there yet you know the writer strike everyone's you can't replace us with ai and i'm sure it'll be in the contracts and all this stuff but i also think the threat of the ai generated show is a threat that is mostly empty in that it takes humans to make human shows and people will notice you know even what we call ai right now isn't truly 
innovative artificial intelligence that is creating new thought it is imitating and combining thoughts of everyone that they've scanned off the internet and Mm -hmm. so anyway not that that's a huge tangent but Mm -mm. but yeah but yeah i i I do i get you and i completely uh understand uh that concept and uh you know uh terminator is i i be gone years decades in the future before we get anything like that yeah i made a joke on twitter that uh, according to uh the ai stuff the next uh the ai with the writer strike <laughs> the next terminator sequel will be written by uh skynet you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're gonna name the next the next version of chat gpt just gonna be skynet yeah <laughs> uh anyway joe byron and them passing the debt ceiling so that's happening um uh this motherfucker boy i swear to god nobody else but him because this old white man be old white man and like a motherfucker child everything be bouncing off of him like this i i i was like i guess this they're gonna not even on him i just was like it's gonna end up being shut down because there's a contingent of republican uh members of the house not the senate that are so virulently opposed to governing right it's like well bitch we got to pay our bills we can't not pay our bills the fuck is this so i figured they would just be against whatever was decided because for their personal brand it makes them look good and they don't care about the pain of the country Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh this may be the thing that joe biden can't get done just because um mccarthy doesn't have control of his people they have control of him and it's the most extreme people that basically rule and tell him what he gonna do Mm -hmm. and um yeah so far it's looking like it's gonna pass and go to the to the senate so let's go fuck i I mean you know and of course the most extreme dems will i'm sure knock joe biden for any level of compromise he had to make but these compromises were written in stone uh last year when motherfuckers didn't come out to vote and when they let the house switch because Mm -hmm. whatever fucking reasoning they had that was dumb uh when they decided to let the house flip this was written in stone it didn't flip as hard as people thought which is probably why we got something passed mm-hmm. but despite flip. everybody being wrong about how hard it was gonna flip and how bad democrats would get their ass with and the senate not flipping you still put us in a terrible position mm-hmm. so it's gonna end up with the most extreme democrats complaining or whatever grandstanding especially if they think they can grandstand without completely destroying the 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 bill passing but yeah it's just a pain in the ass that these motherfuckers are even still trying to pretend like this is a two-sided issue right if we would have had a democratic house we wouldn't have had to compromise on shit nope and that's just that's just the facts right (laughs) you know what i mean like so anyway uh all right let's uh get into some some news uh let me see uh kind of news should we do uh you know let's do some lgbtq news it's been a couple of days so, so did we even do it? let me see what you want to see you better what were you saying i'm sorry did we have did we, did we even do a proper intro i'm sorry i said the rootness tootness okay 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 i just want okay. to be sure all right let me see what you want to see you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby 
real-time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yep, I love to see it though. I mean, listen, that that ceiling, let's go. Um, all right, LGBTQ news. Uh, the, the, I'm sorry, Taser Bullet Box Street. LGBT, LGBTQ news. Um, apparently the conservatives are just boycotting everything and about gay people, mm-hmm. LGBTQ people. And uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but it's about to be Pride Month so they have galvanized so much political force and will that they are now doing this thing of make they they want to make this the big societal issue you know abortion is they've they've won that as far as they're concerned Mm -hmm. um and it's no longer the galvanizing issue especially for white evangelical white supremacist uh christians uh conservatives so now they're saying anything gay you know we saw what they did with to target and target put out the statement i was in target today gay shit everywhere isn't they didn't take nothing down except probably the tuck back swimsuit or some shit and 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 it's such a it's such a ridiculous thing that we're in that we're in this cultural war or whatever but we're all navigating it as good people we have to navigate these fucking batshit bananas assholes right right and so like a company like target puts out a statement but doesn't take doesn't really take anything down doesn't stop doing pride stuff and i'm like good i'm glad they did it i'm mad that we live in a world where they even have to be like yeah 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 uh we hear you uh we're gonna take down that swimsuit everybody you won and they go yeah we won and it's like you're all fucking stupid you you don't really care and you don't and 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 you're never gonna win this battle them taking on corporate culture is the dumbest fucking battle but they're gonna do it because companies are going to always be places that have diverse slates of people throughout the world that they want the best of the best and the brightest of the brightest and that doesn't mean just white people that means everybody right so they're gonna always end up resourcing from communities that for whatever reason then there's government incentives to do it there's a bunch of um pr incentives to do it so the latest one is this is such a 360 degree moment from the beginning of our podcast they want to boycott chick-fil-a what didn't they didn't they get chick-fil-a one of their largest uh uh, uh sales grossing ever because they went up there by the fucking bus load a, a few years ago i remember when it was discovered that dan kathy ceo of chick-fil-a well, uh, i think he's dead now you know prayers down but he was um giving money to just anti-lgbtq causes globally and stuff and so there was a big debate about boycotting it and what that really means and all this shit you know um and a lot of people you know it was a good way to kind of get some good moral points and be like well i don't eat chick-fil-a and it's i'm not knocking it to this day everyone has their thing right but the point is 
conservative people saw it the other way and were like now i'm going to give money to chick-fil-a mm-hmm. you know it's <laughs> it's kind of funny to think about it in hindsight because you know activism at that time was like gay people kissing in front of a chick-fil-a and and straight people getting in the line to eat chick-fil-a and and all of it was weird in a way because chick-fil-a as a company is totally different than chick-fil-a uh dan kathy ceo correct and companies are not people no matter what they say and it's also one of those things where republicans i forgot didn't one of them senator governor somebody had chick-fil-a in front of him while he signed the fucking fucked up greg abbott yeah anyway um and and yeah it was and it is disgusting when i see stuff like that it does make me be like i'm not gonna eat there for a while and you know it is chick-fil-a eventually i will go back and eat some chick-fil-a it's not i don't even know what to tell you it's yeah i'm not even but the point but the point being like it became a political situation where conservatives were holding them up as the ideal Mm -hmm. but the company if you know people that work at chick-fil-a if you've ever like you know uh been to a chick-fil-a they have the nicest service the um the people inside almost always don't just represent the community but like it's it's almost ridiculous like where did they even find these fucking people in the community that's what i want to they're all chipper uh they're all diverse and i mean that sexual orientation i mean that style of clothes all this shit just they're all fucking really different but nice and and professional and i don't know what they do that the other stores don't do i've never even asked Mm -hmm. but my point being it was obvious that they run a different type of company than dan kathy's political leanings are they've never been a place where you go in there as a black this isn't cracker barrel where you go in there as a black person feel like oh fuck i don't know i don't know you know this isn't if you're gay and you go to chick-fil-a you don't feel in danger no you know what i mean you like it so it's just so weird that conservatives what what's the disconnect that they have that they thought this was like a company that wouldn't hire a vp of diversity equity and inclusion because that's why they're boycotting chick-fil-a hired a vp of diversity equity and inclusion and now conservatives are like man fuck them they going woke we're not gonna eat there right because they don't believe in inclusion and and so i don't know why people think these is two sides because a lot of times the shit they be arguing about is diversity they they argue about things that are different things that aren't white things that aren't you know straight but it's two sides no it's not two sides to this conversation this is very weird this is anyway so i guess they're not eating chick-fil-a now is some part of me feels it's like deeply darkly comedic how american how capital how capitalism is our activism in america mm-hmm. there's something deeply dark and and cynical in me that even when it's something i believe in i'm like fuck this is all we really got ain't it this capitalism because how do we div- how do we separate ourselves as good people is well i don't <laughs> i don't use amazon i use the companies that take an extra week to get it to me because i want to be a good person amazon is bad and then like okay cool yes yes i was eating chick-fil-a today as i was not getting my amazon <laughs> and, and and i'm not this is not a knock on like a i got you it's a, all of us mm-hmm yeah even if it's you you got something that you like i don't fuck with that but 
in some other area you've had to push that aside for whatever reason and i guess well i'm tired of everybody stunting on each other with it right like like i'm a better person because oh i could never well who gives a fuck you do something yes you do and you do something because you here right that's that's the thing you you being here there's something that you buy something that you invest in something that you watch something that you consume something that you listen to if you dig down and get into it it's gonna be something wrong with it everybody draw their lines at different places you know people talk about you know certain things that but then you you have something from my iphone you know uh you know and it's one of those things where there are some things i go okay but now there are some things i'm like nigga i'm not gonna live in the middle of the woods so what are we talking about here i don't know we personalize everything but i don't know it's just it's just an interesting thing but it just when you see conservatives what's wrong so my screen keep going black okay well i can see you on the screen but uh whenever you see like conservatives doing this it just i don't know points out the hypocrisy and ridiculousness of it all and the futility of it all because chick-fil-a ain't going nowhere and these motherfuckers lying because if the liberal people were lying for the most part i know you special snowflake listening you've never eaten chick-fil-a since the second you heard about whatever (laughs) but good for you the vast majority of motherfuckers must have been lying because they stay in business and they still be closed on sundays because they don't need a seventh of the money Mm -hmm. um and and you can't brainwash me into thinking that you know that 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 that's not a big deal um so yeah the fact that they that they do that and run it that way they clearly are fucking winning even with the people that said they were done for the other reasons so i think they'll be fine but yeah yeah, they'll they'll be just fine and a lot of times people just be talking and these are things to make them feel good and so they can judge other people and not look at their own lives because when people go you do something fucked up everybody wants their things to be an exception to the rules PetSmart is the most recent company to face backlash over their pride theme products. With PetSmart. The, with the animals. Yep. Yeah, they're going to have rainbow colored goods like dog bikinis, butterfly cat leashes, cat leashes, and reptile cape costumes. Yeah, I mean, they're animals. Right. So now they're going to. I mean, does the dogs come out and say they're gay? I, I don't understand. I, it, right. I, I don't know, and I don't. Just like gay people have pets right straight people might just want a rainbow on their pet it don't seem like i like rainbows i don't know you know i'm like i like i wear rainbows i like rainbows i like the color roy g biv is 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 one of my favorite things but it's like one of the things where you know you wear it all of a sudden you making a statement how about i just like rainbows sometimes it ain't got nothing to do with nothing it is honestly just insane that motherfuckers are this pressed over this shit you know like what something is deeply deeply wrong with a lot of people in our country and that they will get riled up about this i think you know and maybe you know i know sometimes i'm so slow to get mad and mm-hmm. slow to come down in righteous anger over shit right and it's mostly because i'm just tired of the constant yeah, I can't. the constant stimuli and the constant um baiting towards our anger yeah i can't stand that mode it, it, it wears you out i can't do it yeah I'm, and so you know i'm more cautious of it and you know normally if i'm too s- slow to whatever i just i'm not hip to whatever somebody will hit me up hey did you did, you probably didn't know this part or whatever you know or 
maybe you know hopefully if it's somebody that that actually knows me and gives a fuck they'll pull me to the side like hey so this is what you're missing but in general it's just like a lot of this stuff is using us and i would like to take these two stories and just for the people that listen to our podcast that probably are against this kind of shit just think about the shit that you're being pushed towards anger with too because i can see how silly these motherfuckers look and it's mostly because i disagree with them that it's easy to be like well that's just fucking stupid but i think but i think we have things that it's not equal it doesn't happen as often it's not the same but i think we have things on our side too that a lot of times we're pushed towards anger and a lack of thought and a Mm -hmm. joining together in misery and we're all gonna do this thing together we're all gonna be upset together and i don't know it's worth stopping to think about and be like is this really something i need all the time and what does it say that i want this type of camaraderie because when i look at them and i see what they what i really see is a lot of lonely people that want to be unified together via the internet and and social causes coming together you know a lot of unhappy people with the way that the world is changing the way whiteness is being reduced in power in some instances the way that they see themselves disappearing from uh from the podium that they have had the only you know the the right to quote unquote um and then they're flipping the fuck out so you know it makes me think about all that stuff anyway oh oh yeah oh yeah and and also i think uh for me when you're talking about the anger piece is one of those things where when things happen or i read things online sometimes i i be like what is the true rate from one to ten like how important is this and all jokes aside i am the type of person there's some shit that people be outraged and i'll be like i don't give a fuck and i literally keep on going and sometimes because you you can't opt into everything sometimes you literally have to opt out you just don't have the bandwidth and people that are always in that mode want you to always be in that mode, but you'll eventually burn out. So sometimes I see shit. I go, okay, somebody else will do it today because everything that happens isn't meant for you to pour all of your personal energy into. You know, you have a limited amount of energy that you have for all the things in life. <laughs> your spouse, your children, your loved ones, your significant others, like real things in your everyday to day life. And if you take a percentage of that and pour it into shit you know outside or online and shit like that then when these real things come you're burnt out and you don't have the bandwidth to actually deal with the things happening around you because the energy that you would have poured in that you poured it somewhere else yeah i was i saw this story yesterday about it's a i think a chapter from my upcoming book and it was about uh damon lindelof and lost the tv show from uh oh man that show how old is that show um i look it up but um it was but it's it's a great article um it was in like vanity fair and i think it's just a chapter from this from this book but it was about how toxic the culture of the show was it lost had 121 episodes it says um it was on from 2004 to 2010 it had six seasons writer strike during it, all that stuff mm-hmm. i still think the ending wasn't that good but um because of the strike right partially but reading this article actually illuminates a bunch of other stuff like they had a lot of writer turnover uh the culture in the room seemed very like toxic it seemed that the comedy and the humor they prefer was very like racially charged and 
um people would make comments within the room and they had diversity in the room but it wasn't really inclusion it was a lot of you're black we need a black person here but the second you start saying speaking up doing the job that they hired you for to be like well this is how this would look for to black people they come down on you and they 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 you know they were firing people in a soft firing kind of way in many cases where it's like a plausible deniability they don't say i don't like that you keep bringing up this black shit you're fired they just go yeah we're not bringing you back next season right and so um it sucked you know it just sounds like it, it sucked but the original thing i read wasn't a full 39 minute uh vanity fair thing it was some article from like a nerd website that said like you know damon lindelof uh apologizes for his role in um lost toxic culture or something and so i'm reading his his uh mea culpa whatever his you know and and i mean to be frank i thought it was a pretty good mea culpa that was hey it's on me i was uh inexperienced in running something even though he was 30 um i'm sorry people that have never really run shit if you've never run shit it wouldn't matter if you're 50 it's it hard. wouldn't matter if you're 100 it's hard it you're gonna fuck something up because you're human right. and that's what human beings do and, and experienced in this thing yeah and mm-hmm. and i know that people want to find a way into the industry i i get it but even if it's a black person even if it's a woman even if it's a gay person what whoever the person at the top is human they are fallible they will make mistakes the difference is when you're in charge your mistakes affect other people right and you know like every writer on the show wasn't perfect i'm sure but the writers affect less people with the bad decisions they make if you're running a show eh, you just heard some people's careers a bunch of shit that being said the stuff he did was you know i think uh fucked up and basically uh inexcusable it's a lot of like allowing the tenor of the room to be like racially regressive and the 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 comedy and 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 all that stuff and you know and being in a room now having done that two years i do think a lot of stuff in the article was painted in the harshest light possible like there was a time where like there was a sentence where she literally put the word jokes in quotes it was like jokes about such and such and it was like no you need quotes on that they were joking about that thing now that still doesn't mean it's okay Mm-mm. even if you're joking you don't have to put any quotes on it but yeah they probably weren't being serious but yeah it's fucked up the point being so i read the nerd version that's just his apology and i said oh, okay well you know what people do fuck up the angle that interested me was not the i want to shit on damon lindelof because damon lindelof is a dude i've heard on for all nerds be interviewed and a guy that really at this point seems to either kind of been humbled or now of course this is what 20 years later but he's either been humbled or he's just learned a lot about what he didn't know and even when people try to praise him and stuff he's very like well that's for other people to decide i can't really say for myself that i'm this great guy right and i always wondered about that because i didn't know about this till yesterday so i was was like man why is he so like i don't know it's like he don't even want to take credit for his shit you know and now i'm like oh yeah because he i don't know he know what he fucked up 
so it's hard to be excited about how good Watchmen was and how much black people liked it knowing that in the background somewhere there's black people that are fucking mad at you from 20 years ago that worked for you so you know at least that's my interpretation of the situation but the point being like so I read the first thing and I was like okay you know he learned okay so he's learned or whatever he's got a chance to apologize he's gone on to run all these other rooms and be successful on these other shows the leftovers um and Watchmen are two of the most well-received critically acclaimed black people love them shows you know a certain type of black people love those fucking shows you know i've read new york times black critics who have loved Watchmen so much and shitted on lovecraft country right like if you say you like lovecraft country on twitter to this day there's a group of certain type of uh black people that will hop in your mentions and try to like tear you down and tell you misha green ain't shit and she should never work again basically and so the thing that made me think about was misha green there are black people that don't want misha green to get the chance damon lindelof got right and not because she she did she did a great job on the the you've never heard a word about underground or any problems in that room ever right uh she moved on to this bigger project with lovecraft country some of the issues that fell at her feet were issues of um a you clearly she didn't know shit about them like you know they put a actress a light-skinned black woman in dark in blackface to take photos for a background picture that was in one of the scenes and i'm like now you I don't know how much y'all know about the set but she didn't know that mm-hmm. but you still see people like misha green let people do blackface and you're like huh okay all right um there's the 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 story about the uh non-binary um indigenous person that was killed in the plot of the show and people were very upset by that and she actually did go back and be like yeah we shouldn't have did that and i wasn't thinking about that in the first season i fucked that up to me okay that's what you want right no they don't want her to ever work again she's a bad person and my thing is damon lindelof (laughs) ran this room for the most part we only knew about harold perrino being upset with the show and his portrayal of black his black character we only knew about that for the last 20 years that's it and he's gotten to work and he's been fine and moved on a project to project and it hasn't like dogged him it hasn't and it didn't stop him from being critically acclaimed and loved and beloved from many black people that loved his shows mm-hmm. and yet you know I'm, I'm like why can't misha green get that that chance to improve or to do better or do different work how do we know we're not 10 years from her hey i learned my lessons from the things that that i fucked up when i was running the show i didn't know how to do everything but look at me now bam 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 and i think that's where i think about the anger thing you know because for me i was like i'm not even really mad at lindelof is i i get how you can fuck that up mm-hmm. um then i then this uh shout to shanna i think it was shanna i think it was shanna but somebody hit me up and it was like oh yeah also there's here's the full piece because i hadn't read the full piece at the time i just read his apology i was like oh it's good enough apology for me but then you read about like the things that were happening in that room it's like the motherfuckers was wilding mm-hmm. so it wasn't like sexual assault type stuff but it was very like 
you know you invite a black person in, you invite a woman in or whatever anytime they complain it's they gotta go and eventually the message gets out basically the main character is gonna be the white people the white actors got paid the most that doesn't seem like a showrunner thing but once again people don't i mean that's the only issue with this chapter of the book is that that i'm reading i probably won't get the book because i feel like to a certain extent you have there's a there is a requirement of honesty and fairness that i need in my critiques so a showrunner doesn't really determine which actor gets paid the most they don't negotiate those contracts right that's yeah yeah um they're not involved in that process right so to say the white people made the most money that's that's also somehow on lindelof and and the other dude that was running shit that's that's not necessarily fair because they may or may like you need to confirm that i guess is what i'm saying i need to know that they were the ones who said yeah we're gonna do that um but you know or at least make the different connection of well they may not have negotiated those contracts but putting these actors in the in the main roles would have affected which actors get paid the most you know i think there's like a just a paragraph or something to say that but anyway um it was just i thought it was like an interesting article but the most thing i noticed is from the commentary we were all supposed to rage out Mm -hmm. it's the rage you know what i'm saying another i'm sorry i'm talking so long but another one taylor swift got a boyfriend now new boyfriend she dropped her old boyfriend hey um her new boyfriend is like a singer he has a podcast okay on his podcast he's a white dude that has said you know white dude shit not i don't know everything he's ever said i just know what's going people are trying to tar and feather him with and so apparently he made a comment about jacking off getting caught jacking off the porn of like a black woman getting uh degraded you know humiliated all this stuff and so people have been going around like this is what taylor swift she is her it's on her for some reason not him really like she's the bad person that should be the number one thing she's concerned about and anytime her name is brought up i'm seeing the same corny niggas doing their i hate taylor swift thing which let's be frank they always were going to do it it don't matter what she says it does they always do it to me she on the list somewhere yeah to me it's just corny i i don't know what it's really based on and even this gotcha shit it's like we don't reserve this energy for megan good one reserved his energy for Meghan Markle, who married a dude that did a Nazi costume, and they're like, he apologized. And <laughs> when the last time y'all accepted an apology? Right. right. So it's it's like we give passes to the people we want to give passes to. Fine. Many, many, many women that that are iconic to people have married or dated men that that are just it, to many people beneath them or have shortcomings or failings or whatever things that make you mad you know jay-z punched a woman backstage at a concert um i don't you know khalees accused Nas of, of all kinds of shit like we we have our you know it's not her fault is is you know whatever like we have our people we give a pass to they're with this person and that's not really a reflection of them that's just who they're dating when karuchi tran was dating chris brown we weren't like karuchi tran you a bad person it was like okay when he does her dirty we're we got her back you know um but not for her for some reason but 
even with the porn thing i was like so he's watching consensual adult humiliation porn i thought we were sex positive i thought sex work was work i thought we don't kink shame it feel like y'all cherry picking because and it's because the rage we need to be enraged at all times at all times. i just don't really care right and about this woman's dating life in a way that i would let it make me upset you know yeah it's not worth it and it's one of those things like i said before people burn both ends of their candles when they're like this like you like you burning one end and you turn around and you light another end and eventually just like i said you're just gonna burn yourself out um and it's one of those things where when you were talking about uh misha green and sometimes it, it, it frustrates me a lot when it comes to the rage machine because the rage machine and, and people that are deep in, into it there always has got to be something or someone or some a, a, a person place a thing has always got to go into this machine and you don't care and the machine will eat, actually eat up its own the machine will actually turn against everything it says that it actually wants if it's nothing else for it to consume so you have a lot of people they pro black pro women pro sisterhood pro everything but you know what misha green so she got to go in the machine lizzo she got somebody said lizzo yeah lizzo you got to go in the machine you know uh whoever whoever it is you got to go in the machine because guess what i don't want the machine to consume me so i will put other people in the machine it's very very frustrating and it's one of those things where like i said i me personally i like love and enjoy peace your peace of mind is priceless Mm -hmm. and a lot of people they don't understand that but also i realized as i got older a lot of people if they don't have chaos they're not in peace for some people chaos is their peace like peace drives some people nuts i realized that like everything going normal nothing's going wrong there's no chaos for some people that's considered boring for some people that there, 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 there's nothing exciting not exciting going up they're not falling out with they made if they're not fighting with their loved ones if there isn't something inside of them to get that excitement or that adrenaline rush this is why people fuss fight fuck fuss fight fuck with their significant other because there's something in them that actually loves that and for me I, I i'm not like that i my peace is valuable and this is why i don't not that i don't get enraged not that things don't bother me but i am selective about the things that i pour my rage into right it's funny because he on his podcast apparently made jokes about ice spice um and people were like see why are you with him taylor swift just did a song with ice spice ice spice reached out to taylor swift to get her to do the song um so it's i don't like it's just more like we needed to be something you know he issued like an apology but he's a joking like jokester type of person so like even his apology is like him trying to be cute and funny about it like i don't know it just feels like the 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 need to be angry about it is what is weird to me i don't think you need to like this person (laughs) i mean it's already weird to parasocially be involved in like their the dating lives of these people in a way that affects you personally Mm -hmm. and he tried to like make a commentary out of that of like if you really sitting around mad at me and sitting hovering over your computer upset about it something's off with you and 
i do agree with that but um clearly like to me clearly the the rage and being around each other via social media is what that really is about to me so i don't know it just seems kind of it just seems kind of like weird or whatever um that everyone is so upset about it and like i said it doesn't really line up with a lot of the stuff people claim to believe because technically and this is why i always say on the show i don't really talk shit about what people are fucking getting turned on by because i truly don't believe that um that is like says something about you i really don't think that i think it's like if someone's if a woman has a sexual assault fantasy i don't go well clearly this means you need to be like i don't know if you're in the bdsm i don't think that means something about you or whatever i just it doesn't it's not my fucking business and it's probably just best that people don't necessarily share that shit just because of the reaction people have but i don't fuck you know and the fact that you think that's funny to share or whatever that probably says something about you but in general i what people jack off to or or jill off to is not something i'm gonna get upset about Mm -hmm. as long as it's consenting adults right but yeah it just made me think about that sorry that was way a big tangent out of out of the news for lgbtq people but that's why i've been thinking about these last couple days we've been off about outrage and how i don't know how how prevalent it is and how much people are just constantly being riled up about something yes yes and 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 the thing about it when it the things that i get (laughs) outraged about are like truly truly upset about sometimes things that i consider me personally serious because people have poured their anger into other shit that's the shit that they don't get upset about right it's like oh nigga you need to be upset about voting ah voting ain't that important i'm like bitch what that's more important than you hovering over is this man what this man watching a black uh, a, a black woman that's like voting is fucking more important to that but to them because they pull the energy into that they don't have the energy for the real shit yeah and uh Joanna in the chat said uh jacking off the black women called nigger bitches is that what he said is that real or is that because that's uh, honestly it's honestly a lot of stuff is being embellished and people are going over the top to to make it as bad as possible to get people as upset as possible so i mean is that legitimately what's said or or what um because it feels like that's part of what i'm trying to avoid is and one of the reasons i'm avoiding it is because it seems like the worst way the thing that will make you the maddest is what people say but honestly the same way that when Maino or one of these rappers come down talking about how they like white girls calling them the n-word in the bed and i'm like yeah that's not for me but i don't know if your ass is into that that's what you into good luck i don't know why you told everybody that shit right um so and i don't know maybe it's a delay but Juwan hadn't answered um it might be. i think it is but all right let's get into some other news um uh boom
uh, he responded, uh, uh, he said it was ghetto gaggers, and that's the thing I heard. But the thing is, I've watched those, and that's not always true. Yeah, they don't do that, but it's right. fine. Um, I just, it's still not my type of thing, but Correct. no, they, they don't do that, but I'm not into, that's not my thing. No, it's not. But clearly, it's somebody's fucking thing. That fucking series is like 20 years old. Yes, it is. It's been around forever. Like, <laughs> that is porn, the thing for, for the record porn will always be hilarious to me um especially racial shit because it's so stupid and ridiculous there's a black porn that now is doing like ghetto gaggers to white women called black payback and the thing that makes me laugh because i like i said i can't i can't i'm not into this but the thing that makes me laugh is that the logo for black payback is red black and green <laughs> oh no that's funny that's hilarious racism is so fucking stupid man it is ain't it though oh man i laughed so hard i was like it's just it's not for me but it's just the red black and green logo like y'all really think y'all fucking these women for pan-africanism <laughs> it's like you gonna pay go get us free like and the titles to the, the to the to the to the clips titles are ridiculous are always like it's like uh fuck i wish i could think it was like uh like like maga bitch get fucked <laughs> like oh no like i'm surprised i ain't call them karens it's kid it, i'm sure one of them is it's, it's basically <laughs> kendrick kendrick lamar's uh the first time i fucked a white bitch you know it's basically that i don't know what you were like where this come from <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's so fucking fast hilarious but yeah man all that stuff i and, and for the record I, once again i don't know who's into it somebody clearly is right because that's what they do people right? obviously are ashamed and they're not gonna tell you because look at how people talk about that shit mm-hmm. but clearly it's happening and i don't know what that means or what the fuck honest to be honest i don't know i don't i don't even know the science like the science but mentally behind what turns people on and how people live i don't think are what people think i think if we say a white ceo in the boardroom needs to be humiliated in the bedroom then clearly we are saying that a lot of people are attracted to the shit that they're disgusted by or something and so i don't necessarily know what that states what that really means but yeah i just just, somebody said they probably playing sounds of blackness in the background that's good dog i could like i honestly god couldn't finish it i was like what is this shit as long as you keep <laughs> your head to the sky <laughs> i wish no! i i wish i could i'm gonna google man i hate googling this on my fucking <laughs> uh, go fuck up go, go, go fuck up your, 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 your i'm just looking your for research. the titles i'm just <laughs> looking for the titles <laughs> that shit go 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 pop up it's like hey would you also like this <laughs> yeah human resource department becky with the nice hair with the nice hair miracle whip cave dweller what yes this is that's re- hilarious re- return of the snow bunny ah! uh, <laughs> wood in the hood uh oh that's good this is so it's so ridiculous it's so ridiculous black I- one of the title is Black History Month. <laughs> like wood in the hood. They got a non-white woman. I guess they ran out that month. White adjacent is the title of that. I'm surprised they ain't called a spicy white. 
a bitch has no name she gonna learn like this is a bitch has no na- oh that's good this is so fucking dumb dog a bitch has no name <sighs> Look, so they tell you right now don't even ask we, Ooh, so you know because somebody somebody always go for those of you that watch porn and uh, sometimes they have like the comment section one of no more questions go who is this oh yeah yeah name all that shit who is she? shout out to the people that leave comments on the porn and thing. they be knowing the point of source yeah i mean honestly we laugh at the people that that be leaving comments but they be helping every once in a while i was like oh yeah so that's her name how you okay. spell that yeah, yeah i didn't know that let me let me go find some other, other some, some of that other work i always think about people that make amateur porn and they want to upload it but they don't want to be like it's me and my wife you know man and his wife have lovely sex or whatever right so instead they have to distance themselves from it and name it like stupid dumb bitch fucked by a fat man it's like they know that's what get the clicks i don't even think it's about getting the clicks it's just like i don't want people to know i actually uploaded this of me and my wife or me and my girlfriend or whatever unless i'm getting paid on like the amateur site or i'm a you know pornhub professional i'm i just want to upload an anonymous clip and part of my kink is the world saw me and fucking this woman and they but they never just name it <laughs> you know unless they name it someone's government name which means it's revenge porn which is yes. always sad but yes. yeah it's just i don't know porn is stupid and i don't know what it says about people but good luck to everybody good luck to you all um the cdc links foodborne illnesses to sick restaurant workers um the cdc uh found that a lot of foodborne illnesses outbreaks are linked back to sick restaurant workers the agency released a report on tuesday saying sick employees are major contributors to the spread of foodborne illnesses at restaurants and other food establishments yeah i think about this a lot because we don't have a safety net for health for the people that normally work these hourly tipped jobs yep they don't get insurance a lot of times they Mm -hmm. work them uh, right up underneath it a lot of times they don't get vacation day which means you don't work you don't work you don't get paid uh a lot of particularly like a lot of the fast food type of things and even your upper scale places normally the uh, service industry which is you know some of the industries that fought a lot of the shit that we have standardized you know hey we want to do uh, uh minimum wage but you know that industry was like not not the tippers you know not not these people and that's why they was kind of excluded that's why you know they get paid 325 an hour 215 an hour you know four dollars or some hour not getting paid well and also um i remember one time me and my mama we had a, a falling out one time about this i uh I was working at Shoney's and I was feeling good and I had uh went to You were feeling good? I wasn't feeling oh, okay. good. Okay. And I was at work, all of a sudden I just was not feeling good. I don't know if it was something I ate or what, but I wasn't feeling good, so I went home. And dealing with old black people that did think you supposed to just fucking work through everything. Broke leg, work through it. You know, missing out, work through it. You're like, bitch, I can't work through everything. And so me knowing that i'm at work working with food i'm not feeling good i was like i don't want to be here and so when i got home my mama she was talking about you know uh 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 me coming home and not feeling good and i think i was on the phone talking to you and uh she she came in the room and she was like well if you don't feel good enough to uh go to work you don't feel uh good enough to uh go see Roderick. This is when we was dating. Bitch, by the way, I'm grown. 
so uh i'm grown i'm adult and the only thing that's preventing me from being an adult is paying this motherfucking rent i immediately decided right then it was time to go because you you know and and, because that really really upset me because my thing is that goes back to this i did not feel good what good would i have done being there and being sick around fucking food and making other people sick right and the thing also is if you've gone out to eat at any point recently almost everywhere is understaffed yes so understaffed means the pressure on these employees to come to work sick is higher you know um so yeah they were talking about uh between from 2017 to 2019 so this is kind of before the pandemic they found out about 50 i mean 40 percent of foodborne illness outbreaks were known causes were at least partially linked to food contamination by a sick or infectious worker one incident occurred in 2017 which apotle was associated with a norovirus outbreak at his restaurant in sterling virginia because a staff member came to work sick norovirus is a stomach bug that causes vomiting and diarrhea and was the most common pathogen surrounding foodborne illness outbreaks at restaurants across the country during the years the agency studied the issue it also accounted for 47 percent of the 800 outbreaks that the cdc identified while some Salmonella accounted for 19 percent and also this was pre-pandemic <clears throat> and so you talk about pandemic you got something where we're breathing each other's faces and all of a sudden people can go down people can get sick people can actually die people can die from that shit too but you got kind of cranked it up a notch and so it's one of those things where uh i think it was a uh one day me and roger went out and the place was uh jump in and they actually had seating but they was like we don't have the staff to actually sit anybody there yeah. i was like oh okay yeah that's that's that shortage of staff because the thing is this is why my personal opinion particularly here in the states and in other countries they don't tip i think we just need to abolish tipping pay people a flat rate and give them insurance and all these other things um because it's ridiculous that if i don't feel good i'm literally forced to come to work you know i've worked with people who came to work sick because they say if i don't come here i won't make no money today yep so i don't know it's just i think it's interesting and then of course the managers don't really apply the guidelines and follow them strictly mm-hmm. and tell the employees not to come in because the profit motive is in coming into work right um even if it, people get sick you know for a lot of people the pandemic was the first time people even took that shit serious right tasha k has filed for bankruptcy because she can't afford to pay cardi b uh you hate to see it yeah i hate to see it uh let's see uh scissor says she got a bbl because she always wanted a really fat ass with less gym time more power to you yep so she said uh it's just there to enhance whatever else and that's why i paid for it because it works all by itself is scissor the one they had photos of her going down wrapped up and hanging from the ceiling i think else. so i don't uh scissor i mean scissor be showing off like she, okay because i'm about to say she, she looks putting good the, she be putting the body on the ground yeah you I, know? I don't care how you got it natural or not it yeah looks good. i think the thing that is interesting about the work people get done right now <clears throat> is that there's still a stigma around getting this work done even when we obviously know that's what happened and then mm-hmm. you know uh it's kind of like how you always see the kardashians act like they've never really gotten any surgeries but it's obvious they've gotten surgeries uh stars that we love 
we decline to say that they look different we decline to say it looks like they got work done it's very taboo because it's like we're saying something morally about them even though we claim to believe it's your body you can do what you want everybody has their own preferences nobody should be able to tell you what to do we don't shame people but at the same time there's something deep down to where i feel like people don't really believe that shit because her saying this is like something people may applaud or whatever but there'll be somebody that'll talk shit about her at some point there'll be somebody is you know the the, the way that people were uh coy Lorray, we were doing a uh article on her a couple weeks ago and she was she's a very skinny woman she was basically being like yeah you know i'm bringing skinny women back and people like oh fuck that shit and i'm like man the skinny women do get shit in the rap industry i'm not yes, saying it's do. fair or they don't have privilege but yeah and oh i know what it was it wasn't just coy Lorray. it was um Pusha t's wife who hasn't had any surgeries and stuff and she was like yeah it feel i feel i used to feel insecure about the fact i don't have the body by the doctors and i'm around all these rappers and all the girlfriends and all the women backstage got all that shit and then eventually i realized like i'm into me i love me i'm the best you know Mm -hmm. and i think that stuff does does everyone's kind of subjected to that stuff and people do stuff all the time whether it's this or you know you know the people that are doing fucking diabetes drugs that don't got diabetes so they can lose weight right it's you know it's it's clearly a thing so i applaud her honesty about it and um you know we'll see what the repercussions are because people really love commenting on other people's bodies yeah they do because of their own insecurities about their own bodies a lot of times whatever whatever that insecurity is and also, uh, it, it goes back to the LGBTQ segment because you know what? What she had was literally gender, g- gender affirming surgery or some form of it. Mm-hmm. And people don't think about that because she's straight. Right. You know, so people don't consider that. But that's the type of shit that they want to ban. But she has the right to get a BBL, to get breast implants. Like, you know, that's the shit that they, that they attack. Shit that straight people do too. But they quote unquote they're going after the gays because they technically want to ban it all across the board. Yeah. So um good luck to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of comment on um, celebrities' bodies, Lizzo claps back at social media trolls and continuously comment on her weight. Y'all need to touch grass. <laughs> Not touch the grass. Yeah, I'll see this shit the same way though. Bunch of people mad about and commenting on, you know her constantly until it eventually she reacts and then it starts to cycle all over again mm-hmm. um which is you know gotta be exhausting yes sir she says i'm not trying to be fat i'm not trying to be small i'm literally just trying to live and be healthy this is what my body looks like even when i'm eating super clean and working out y'all speak on shit y'all know nothing about and i'm starting to get heated i hate it here uh the love definitely do not outweigh the hate on social media all because i'm fat this is crazy y'all don't know how close i be to giving up on everyone and quitting enjoying my money and my man on a fucking farm i literally never search my name this stuff just comes on my timeline and my fyp for you page is wild i swear i just want to look at dance videos and science news and that shit comes in every day also to the people who haven't had an original thought of fresh air in years being fat isn't my brand being fat is what my body looks that's that's it is how my i guess what my body looks like that's it that's all my brand is feel good music my brand is championing all people my brand is black girl liberation i've always led with my talent 
but when i dropped good as hell feel good music was corny when i dropped juice disco pop wasn't for them and when i was body positive in 2016 being potty positive was pandering now everybody on that wave and i'm still shit on man fuck y'all so yep i cuss on every word um but yes she says uh it's really starting to make me hate the world the then someone in my comments said i eat lots of fast food i literally stopped eating fast food years ago i'm tired of explaining myself all the time i just want to get on this app without seeing my name and some bullshit she continued yes it's interesting too because like if you ever see a concert or whatever is you can't do what she does i guarantee whoever you are listening to this except maybe impossible white man jay you can't get up there and do what she does for as long as she does it as often as she does it i i don't know what would need to happen for like what would need to happen for a person to be fat and for people to just let it go what would it need what would need to happen because i don't i don't know what you do when it's clearly this person is they're doing their thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like I, i don't know it's it's like what else do you need to see her body do to it's it's almost like she'd be better off being skinny but smoking a pack of cigarettes every day because at least she looks appropriate and then it doesn't matter that she is a a a world-class athlete apparently it just doesn't matter because at least she looks the right way and our eyes go oh that's fine now yeah and that is actually a lose lose uh situation just being a woman and particularly in those situations it's a lose lose if you are a smaller frame like taylor swift you get criticized if you big like lizzo you get criticized if you somewhere in the middle you still get criticized like it's always something wrong particularly with women with your body if you get breast implants bbl you get criticized if you don't get them you get criticized you're too tall you're too short you're too light-skinned you're too dark-skinned it's something your hair's too kinky your hair's too straight so you got to get to a point just and just being a just a regular ass person in your life being comfortable in your own motherfucking skin to be like oh this is who i am like i'm i'm calmer now Mm -hmm. since i'm older but um particularly when i was growing up and shit like that i used to be really really nasty and very vigilant and just mean to people when people would just come at me crazy to the point where people just left me alone about it because the point is i don't give a fuck about your opinion and i don't want to hear it right it's so yeah from scissor to lizzo everybody got something to say uh court grant sackler family immunity in exchange for six billion dollar opioid settlement uh the sackler family are the people that uh do the purdue purdue pharma and are hugely responsible for the opioid epidemic didn't we watch a documentary on that yeah 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 um i think it was called maybe the pharmacist or something but yeah um the settlement between the sacklers and eight states as well as the district of columbia was initially agreed upon in march and basically they won't go to jail Mm-mm. purdue pharma called tuesday's ruling a, a victory because when white people sell drugs we got to make it legal right um elizabeth holmes uh here's an update mm-hmm. she uh arrives at federal prison in texas to begin her 11 year sentence i've never seen so many updates on a motherfucker going to jail in my life yes oh my gosh nigga is you there or not she tried to get pregnant they was like bitch we don't care you're still going to jail my apple news app was letting me know like elizabeth Holmes uses bathroom for last time before heading to jail elizabeth holmes 
stops by mcdonald's to get hot coffee for the last time for elizabeth holmes hugs her children for the last time elizabeth holmes binges succession for the last time like go to jail <laughs> what's this delay damn this woman ain't the most interesting inmate of all time go to jail okay martha stewart did it way classier than this come on like a boss take your ass to jail we don't care don't care uh lastly al pacino 83 is expecting a child with a 29 year old girlfriend nor a father i'll follow 83 Woo! Yeah. yeah it's the 83 for you huh not the 29 oh the, tw- the tw- tw- 29 is trying to trying to be taken care of for life you know 83 he gonna be out of here soon okay it's interesting because out like him and um De Niro both just had children recently um with younger women um people always go like i don't understand what's why would you and i'm gonna be honest y'all i do understand and i think y'all do too and i think y'all like to play dumb right a 83 year old man in general on average in the world it's not getting offered 29 year old sex period so there's a handful of them it's like being a billionaire it's a handful of them on the planet that uh 29 year old woman would sleep with a wrinkly ass 83 year old man and obviously for the women in this case we're talking about 29 year old 30 year old people uh they are like i'm if i'm gonna be fucking a man i'd rather be fucking a rich 83 year old that might be on the brink of death and having a baby with him i'd if, if i'm the brand of men is low the bar is low i i can see making some compromises you know mm-hmm. you ain't got to do it that often i guarantee you it's not like these women have a type like not going down to the old folks home fucking every 83 year old it's not a mm-hmm. fetish they going man well how many 83 year old al pacino ass rich motherfuckers are there that's gonna mm-hmm. give me that dna code to unlock this bank account come on and when they when they die i'll be set for life me and my baby yeah and honestly don't listen to any men that pretend to be disgusted by this i don't mm, trust them nope because i if, always if feel they could do it too they would if men could be trapping women that had money if it was if it worked the other way around where old women was walking around like i need to have a baby by a 29 year old man ever uh, so many men would jump on that shit and be like i'm set for life all i gotta do is be a kept nigga absolutely i'll do it they just don't have an option in the most part at least amongst straight people they don't have an option in that way so don't trust them so i do get what's in it i'm not saying i would do it i'm not saying it's 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 my thing but they can send the those they can do whatever fuck they want to do yes sir but that being said is al pacino and bobby de niro having some sort of like nuclear arms race situation like are they trying because i saw people putting them together on twitter they were like saying which one was the most fuckable and all this shit <laughs> and i wonder if they like if it got back to them and they said you know what i'm a, i'm i'm first one to have a baby win <laughs> we didn't even know we didn't know it was a competition whoever had the most babies you win that's that maybe <laughs> they before you leave here you win yeah i don't know i don't know al pacino is like you know just when i try to get out i leave it back in apparently so (laughs) 
oh man anyway good luck to them you know i mean the good news is by the time the kid graduates you know they'll be set for life won't have a you know won't have to worry about that Mm-mm. uh and then the 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 hugest news of the day the reason we even did a podcast today uh cam cattrall is returning as samantha jones to and just like that which is the sex what the they got her to come back they got her to come back Ooh, i can't that believe check it must have been nice i can't believe it oh my god that track must have been nice because she was like the fuck i look like coming back yeah i guess she's doing a like a cameo uh she shot her dialogue on march 22nd in new york city without seeing or speaking with the stars of the series including sarah jessica parker or with the and just like that showrunner michael patrick king <laughs> nice that was in her contract she was like i'm gonna be coming back under these stipulations mm-hmm and you and 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 you better uh uh what is it zail me direct deposit in the in the and just like that first season her and carrie texted and they made a plan to see each other to reconcile but mm, good i guess max canceling all the shows but they found the money for samantha they did shout out to getting that paycheck i know she gonna be laid up with some young man somebody's pool pool boy breaking that back getting her al pacino on Mm -hmm. uh abs everywhere you know i'm sure but uh all right let's uh wrap this thing up we got a late start tonight um and you know as as promised we didn't do that many episodes this week um and we may go into next week and do two more episodes and then do a feedback show next saturday okay Mm -hmm. that's my thoughts right now um but yeah just looking at the schedule yeah yeah we'll see we'll see how it goes but uh, i do want to give you guys something that i know y'all want okay do a little bit of guess the race i know that's a that's big for y'all It's time to guess the race. 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 All right, guess the race time. Let's go. Texas teens charged over a fart spray prank that sickened fellow students and evacuated the school. What the fuck is a fart spray? A pair of Texas teens have been charged with felonies for allegedly unleashing a noxious fart spray inside their home school as a prank, sickening students and triggering multiple uh, evacuations earlier this. Oh, I'm at high school, not home school, but uh, multiple evacuations. <laughs> you that the house. Yeah. If you did it at home school, the parents would shoot you. <laughs> right. Uh, following the investigation, who's on the fart police CSI? <laughs> i know that fart yeah <laughs> that one came from a can sounds Sir. like someone did a spray and pray <laughs> i was gonna say spray and dash <laughs> this one seems like it was silent and deadly <laughs> Uh, <laughs> prank, 
who's our number one suspect well who's the first person that found out because whoever smelt it dealt it (laughs) i can see they're walking in this this smells like a shitty situation Crack me up. That's good. A pair of Texas teens. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. A foul. Da, da, da. Okay, following investigation, police arrested David Navarrete Arce Arce, and Arce is that really his last name? Navarrete Arce, because no, that means ass in England. He's 17, and Diego Flores. He's 18. On May 12th, charging him with possession of a prohibited weapon, a third degree felony, punishable by up to 10 years in prison. Oh, oh my. shit! Only in Texas. <laughs> they would got less time for bringing a gun to school true both youngsters have since been released on three thousand dollars bond on may 3rd a strong gas like odor was detected in the high school prompted firefighters to evacuate all students class resumed the next day but around noon the student the school was evacuated a second time due to the same foul odor the uh building remained closed until may 5th when the stomach turned to smell finally dissipated uh school officials said six students were hospitalized at the complaint of headaches and nausea at least eight others reported feeling ill hazardous material crews spent three days scouring the campus with gas detection equipment but were unable to find any leaks that could explain the stench then one student allegedly confessed to bringing what carney creek fire rescue described as a statement as a highly concentrated prank stink spray called hen fart spray the spray is marketed online as a gag toy that creates a smell like real poo and fake vomit according to an arrest oh. for david police reviewed the security footage and saw them walking with students around him oh uh, navarte arts walking with students around him who can be seen recoiling and covering their noses and mouths the video shows him appearing to drop and pick up an item and shows the item in his head appearing to be a small spray can when interviewed by the police the high school senior admitted to spraying the chemical on several parts of school they handed it to another student whom he refused the name several parts of school so you went like around the campus yeah shout out to him being stand-up and not naming his accomplice uh he allegedly said flores had a can of the same spray which was confiscated by a teacher on the day of the first evacuation so there you go care guess the race what are names again uh david navarrete ars and diego flores same both same race same race yeah latino uh, hispanic okay all right uh let's see gassy latino uh don't be a horse's arse latino essence of the trailer park by calvin klein white passing latino nostro diablos latino carrying his dead brother who died on the boat ride over hispanic god damn latino doo-doo brown latino smells like tacos makes the correct answer is latino And I'll even give the person said white passing Latino. Uh, one of them does look like white passing, not him. That's David Navarrete Arce. Uh, but he could pass, I think. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's Diego Flores. Um, so I'll even give everybody Damn, credit. Cuts. Got them cuts. That's super cuts. I mean, he look like he carried fart spray on him. He do, don't he? He keep that, that on, always on me, on me. Um, all right let's go to the next one uh uh, a miami cop beats up cheating boyfriend with help from his pregnant lover 
okay okay off duty florida cop was arrested for allegedly teaming up with a pregnant woman to beat the guy who had been dating both of them at the same time <gasps> oh coming up next the confrontation, confrontation. yes yeah we we would like to know uh, why. You could have just told the truth. All I was trying to say was you don't never be there. I mean, damn, you always working. I'm working because I'm trying to take care of you. I don't care. What about me? Miami-Dade officer Anna Alicia Perez, 34, and Mila Zuloga, 35, both faced battery charges after they confronted their boyfriend. They unknowingly shared a Palmetto Bay restaurant at, at a oh they knowingly shared at a palmetto bay restaurant on friday after midnight i do love when the when the when the mistress at, when the side chick and the main woman link up i do love it i do love it i can't help it uh the man who has yet to be identified was cornered by the two women inside miller and miller's l, l house miller's l house as they yelled at him about the infidelity with the tense scene escalating with perez and zuloga beating him Cheat us, cheat us, cheat us, cheat us. Woo! That's all you're going to hear in the background. Police said both women struck the man multiple times in the face and torso, leaving him with bruises in the injured lower lip. It remains unclear if the women agreed beforehand to confront their boyfriend or if they stumbled upon him with other, with the other by chance inside the restaurant. Well, I mean, if it's just by chance, that's the most unluckiest cheating. And- <laughs> He got to be the dumbest cheater of all time because he clearly be frequent in places they both go. Mm-hmm. Police noted that while Perez was dating the man, she sh- he shared a home with Zuloga, who was seven months pregnant. Um, <gasps> yeah. Miami-Dade Police Director Alfredo Ramirez said the department is working with the state's attorney's office to investigate the incident regarding the officer who has since been placed on leave with pay pending the review of the case. I'm disappointed by the officer's actions, Ramirez said in a statement. We are held to a higher standard of conduct on and off duty. Although this officer was off duty, her behavior was unacceptable <laughs> and it goes against the core duty, the core values. Like, I ain't got no badge on. <clears throat> right. I'm, I'm you free. are not under arrest. <laughs> I, just, I just clocked out. Zuluaga. You go, you, instead of catching the case, you don't catch these hands. Zuluaga was transferred to the Miami Dade Police Department Special Victims Bureau while Perez was taken to the TGK Detention Center. Guess the race. <laughs> what were the name of the people? Uh, uh, Anna Alicia Perez and Mala Zuluaga. Them sound like Latin names. Alright. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe uh they opened up a can of whoop ass oh yeah cardi b eat that ass hispanic uh latin world order team ray mysterio rock'em sock'em latinas let me take off this badge and gun and we can handle this like adults okay it's not a race latina latinas ah! anchor baby parent antics hispanic oh wow miss mars in the racist zone today correct answer is latina y'all got it right <laughs> I mean, he got a type. They look like they could be like cousins or something. Mm-hmm. He got a type. You know, they, they definitely, and they also both look like they will whoop your ass to be frank, you know? Oh, he, they knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he got that, like, he, when they came in together, he just knew, like, oh, fuck, I'm getting yeah, my ass yeah. beat today. Yeah. This one's on me, guys. Uh, let me just ball up. Right. Sorry about your house restaurant. 
but yeah i'm definitely hey, somebody come in you got they got face gonna be blurred out the camera you gotta take this outside mm-hmm. get out my restaurant that's a bitch was why i ain't a vancouver business owner shared footage of an odd break-in at her ba- at her bakery the owner of sweet something bakery uploaded video surveillance footage to tiktok of a man who entered her business around 3 a.m the man had lingered outside of the business for around 20 minutes according to a social media video before smashing the glass and entering the bakery he then proceeded to bring out a mop from the back of the bakery and tidied up the broken glass uh respectful king we love to see it joked the business owner the man also took several selfies on the store phone in a pair of orange sunglasses before leaving with six cupcakes i hope they're good next time just ask we'll be happy to give you the six cupcakes she said All right that's cheaper than breaking my goddamn window the bakery owner notes the man was inside the store for approximately an hour and 10 minutes the vancouver police department tells via that the incident remains under investigation no arrest have been made well hopefully the cupcake csi people be on top of this uh the <clears throat> the next day the bakery owner unveiled a new menu item a pink champagne cupcake uh with a cookie decorated as part of an orange sunglasses on top the new dessert is called the crime of passion cupcake when life gives you lemon make lemonade that's what i'm talking about story. uh so yeah that's uh great sense of humor might as well make some money off of it somebody got definitely gotta get fixed somehow guess the race of the thief because we have him on video care you don't have his name do you no nope we they haven't caught him yet just know what he looks like i am going to go white all right let's check the chat chat room he got the sugars black cleaned up after himself he's a polite white canadian profiting off their pain white white uh looks like everyone's going white eh snap crackle and stolen white <laughs> black man stealing cupcakes for his kid's birthday psychotic episode and they making jokes white melanated gentleman the correct answer is white think one person said black surprised nobody said vanilla those cupcakes are adorable i would buy them for the fact that for the fact that he they was in there an hour and a half white you're just chilling Mm -hmm. in the bakery an hour and a half yeah i mean not an hour and a half but hour and 10 minutes this is the video i don't know if y'all can see see him but he's clearly looks like a white is he drunk i don't know but he was in there chilling for real like he had no fear of being caught like he was like yeah i'm good wow i'm good up in here so yeah um yeah and of course you know doesn't seem like anybody's too pressed to press charges and get them up out of the street so um i guess they got insurance on the window they'll be fine uh easy advertising if anything all right, sword ratcheting this time. Let's do this. 
police arrested and charged him. And I just realized this is going to be one of those videos where I have to open up in Firefox because. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and uh, I don't think we're going to have a Balls Deep this week. Yeah, yeah. No Balls Deep this yeah. week. Uh, just couldn't get the schedules to work. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be back next week for that. We still got a Nerd Off Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, y'all probably get a movie review of uh, Into the Spider Verse 2 tomorrow. Yes! uh all right let's get into the sword ratchetness um oh wait that's not gonna work hold on give me a second i think i gotta share i have to share it a certain way window um oh actually you know let's try something let's see if i share my window this way y'all let me know if y'all can hear this audio Police arrested and charged a man for stabbing a man to death with a sword there. It happened Friday in an apartment complex on Brooks Drive. Okay, so they can't hear it that way. All right, cool. It's good to find out. We'll uh, try a different way uh, real quick. Learning here. Um, Let's see, screen, window. Okay, this one I believe should work. Let's do it again. Police arrested and charged a man for stabbing a man to death with a sword there. It happened Friday in an apartment complex on Brooks Drive in District Heights. Police say they got a call about a man being attacked in the hallway, and when they arrived, 33-year-old Aaron Bynum was in the lobby holding a sword. Officers say they later located 63-year-old Anthony Cunningham and found him with multiple stab wounds and he died there. Detectives say both the suspect and the victim lived in the building, but it's still not clear if they knew each other or what led up to the violence. Oh, he did that. Yeah, man, and it seemed to be a black person, too. Uh, so, you know, a lot of y'all would have lost guess the race on this. Um, but, yeah, and it's Maryland, so, you know, is that, you y'all know. be safe. Yeah. Like, is that that PG County? Yeah, it's PG County. So... I don't know, man. Y'all, these swords, we gotta oh, get them out the street. Be in PG County. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, all right, y'all, that's it for this episode. We'll be back. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.